show coming from the rec store. Bit is back in the Mac in the back flow. Let's go, chillin' with raccoons by the back door. Take calls so you can stake more. All I wanna do is making door right. But I found this crew and doing alright. We wreck will bitch, ready to fight. So many raccoons ready for the boss life. I might fly high like a kite, right? But always ready for a shite for the right prize. Raccoon supply has the right price. Giving you respect if it's likewise. So I'm buying all the mean guys with the clean heart. Read between lies, laser bean through lean eyes. Larry or with clean lies, trash mouth, mean smile, be wise. NFT wise, fuck with these guys. It's the rack rap from the back lab. 100 NFTs in my backpack. Crazy rack rap from the stash app. Rack will take a lead in this haystack. It's the rack rap from the back. We should be Gucci. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Uh, we we should be Gucci for this show. Uh, yeah, this is going to be interesting, isn't it? So, guys, without further ado, uh, for me, right, it's Saturday the 12th of August, yeah, and it's quarter past 12 at night. I'm not going to do this American breakfast show, BS, whatever else we do. Uh, I can see all the uh, alts jumping in. I fully expected this. Let's not be, you know, surprised at whatever might happen in this space tonight, I think. And I'm really glad Soy's come up like that's Yeah, this is the kind of caliber I've been asking. Race, I understand if you're busy, bro, and you can't uh, come up, you know, and grab. I do, do get that. But yeah, Soy, uh, tonight should be a pretty, hopefully, good show. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, definitely uh, should be interesting. Uh, glad to see uh, lit bits in the crowd. At least he's sort of keep his keep his eye on things, um, even if we uh, don't get to hear from Jacob. But um, yeah, mate, I'm I'm just going to stay sort of quiet and stay stay out of it. Uh, obviously, just sort of make sure the the space doesn't die. Gucci, you Gucci, mate. Yeah, like literally, it's going to be a close mic. Uh, obviously, you're well aware of that. We need to be extremely extremely careful tonight. Uh, obviously, Jack's just been in earlier. Uh, we did ask, uh, you know, if he kind of wanted to make it like a bit of an open forum, open floor. Uh, that was obviously stated. Uh, here we go. Is the man of the moment, Mr. Jack Z. Oh, my goodness. This is fucking super exciting. It's quarter past 12 at night and I'm shaking, shaking, thinking uh, about this interview. Uh, Mr. Mr. Jack. Hello, brother. Welcome to the room, dude. Shout out, shout out. Yeah, Jack, uh, we just did a little quick intro. Uh, Rack FM normally do this big, you know, bravado intro. Uh, tonight, we didn't think that was appropriate. Uh, I think we all realise, uh, you know, if you look down in the room, uh, we're all adults in the room, uh, Jack, and it's, you know something, I have to commend you, and I've been taking fucking shit all day. I'm just going to say this. My DMs today, guys, have had personally and on Rack FM, have had the biggest case of bipolar I've ever seen. What do I mean by that? Well, I've got people DMing saying, oh, this, that, this, and then I've just got like con completely different contrasting opinions on the other side saying, you know, this needs to be considered, this needs to be looked at. And it's like, it really is uh, uh, this kind of like, I can't work it out. Right. So, you know, guys, with the greatest respect in the world, uh, Jack's come up tonight. Hopefully, he's gonna. Yeah, let's, Jack. Let, one. Let, let's work it out. You know, I, I'm. I, I don't really have anything to hide, and like David 
<laughs> um, what's his name, posted my DMs, which, you know, whatever. I think that reflects more about Jacob than it really does about me. But I'd like well, to... Well, this- not- yeah, I'd like to Jack, hold this. Yeah. I'd like to hold this space for anyone who's got questions. I will not answer questions from the Notional team, um, but I'm happy to answer questions from other folks. No, 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 Jack. It's just you and I at the minute. Even Soy's just said I'm going to keep quiet. Basically, Jack, it's just you and I. That's pretty much it for the next. You know, however, however long you've got, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I've got. Uh, I, I have till the top of the hour. Right. Okay. Jack, I, you know, I didn't want to insult anyone in the room either. Like I say, there's, there's more IQs in here than we can believe. Right. You know, Jack, the, the one thing that has been coming through in the last, and I didn't even know anything until last night at the last minute. I really was, avo- I'm blocked and I've been avoiding a lot of shit. I haven't seen stuff, but I have over the last 24 hours. Okay. Composable finance is the elephant in the room. Isn't yeah. It? Well, I mean, I don't Composable. think it's the elephant in the room. I think that we've had a long working relationship with composable and they have their own business goals, which we have worked hard to support. Jack, did you intentionally, and I hope you don't really mind any impertinence or anything. No. Did, did you intentionally, did you intentionally like, listen, I've seen DM, I've seen screenshots. It's okay. Seeing something, doing something is completely different. Yeah. Did you ever do anything intentionally to harm the ambitions of composable yes or no no <laughs> you know they 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 chose to work with jacob and his team to bring a disconnected cosmos sdk chain public um as a way to route data directly from Polkadot over to cosmos as somebody who works closely on ibc my position has always been that we should try to get this light client deployed across as many places as possible within Cosmos so that there's broad-based communication between Polkadot and Cosmos. The composable team has chosen to keep a business source license on their Polkadot palette, which is totally within their right. And frankly, I support them to do so that they have a meaningful period of exclusivity for that work over on the Polkadot side. But my feeling has always been that we should deploy the light client as broadly across as many Cosmos chains as possible. And I think that what you saw there was an out-of-context post from that set of discussions. And, you know, yeah, we feel strongly as IBC, as a steward of IBC paid for by the ICF, that the, uh, the IBC work should be as broadly deployed throughout the ecosystem as possible. We cannot stop composable from doing anything they want and you know i've never tried what i have tried to do is push other cosmos teams to deploy this work more quickly and that's exactly what you saw okay okay i'm just trying to digest like everything as much as i can you know yeah totally Uh, i mean does that make sense are there any things that i can clarify with that uh dude you know like hmm this whole like customer thing and and you and notional uh, this seems to be like the root of of, of all sort of issues yeah, or problems it, doesn't it, it? It's, uh... you know, jacob jacob i taught jacob how ibc worked for years i introduced him to everyone in the space i supported notional's work and at a certain point he decided to try to compete with me and now he's trying to use my friendship with him and our private communications is a weapon in that competitive battle. It says a lot more about Jacob than it says about me. 
And frankly, we still ship all the code that supports Notional and Composable to this day. We have a working relationship with the Composable team. I wouldn't say we have a working relationship with the Notional team anymore after they have leaked private communications. That is a line that once crossed, it's very hard to regain trust with folks after you've shown them after they've shown you that that they can't be trusted. So, you know, yeah, we're like, we've got a lot of, like I talked to Bloss, the lead at the composable team all the time. Omar, who's the uh, brain jar. Uh, I met him in Paris for the first time in person. We have regular discussions. I've supported the composable team for years. We had strange lover investors. Um, so yeah, I mean, like, I, I don't really know what else to say there. So, like the dynamic, the the dynamic between like Strange Love as a company and uh, and Composable, the dynamic is like the working dynamic is still like there. The the dialogue, there's no yeah, kind of issues. That's, totally, yeah, yeah. We're working very hard to get the Watson Light client that's a key piece of this work upstreamed into the IBC Go repo. It's had to undergo a ton of audits and, and other work. Um, we have a channel where the last communication was this morning between Steve, one of my engineers and some of the composable engineers. So we still do that work. Like, uh, is any of the shenanigans, any of this got anything to do with like uh, access to funding or the more, more importantly, the competition uh, for, towards funding? Cause I think we've all seen. Oh like, yeah, both I mean, I, 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 think that, I think that Notional has decided that Strange Love is a competitive threat, and they're trying to use every tool in their toolbox to silence us. Frankly, you know, I've, despite Jacob's uh, assertions to the contrary, I've supported Jacob for years, done nothing to silence them. The only thing that I've said is that his communication style is counterproductive to his goals and that the way that he talks drives people away and makes it hard for folks to work with him. And he does not like hearing critical feedback. So he has decided to lash out and to try to silence some competition that he has. And, you know, we at Strange Love welcome competition. We think that the only thing that is going to make IBC durable and last 100 years is a robust competitive environment around development of the protocol. And we're happy to participate in that competition. So so can we be clear on something, uh, Jack, for, for the audience and maybe like more importantly, future listeners? Strange Love. And can you just like outline what Strange Love actually do in regards to like the stack, et cetera? Actually do. Yeah, for sure. So um, I know folks probably know this, but there's a lot of folks who are newer to the ecosystem. So I'll just tell you what my personal journey towards building Strange Love has been. Um, I came into Cosmos as a developer evangelist back in March of 2018. At that point, there was really no one in charge of the project. There was a lot of chaos. There were a lot of very smart, very talented people pushing code. Um, and there was no drive towards shipping a mainnet. Um, as a developer evangelist, they asked me to build a dashboard for something that they were calling Game of Stakes at the time. And I built the dashboard. And then I said, okay, well, when is Game of Stakes? And they said, well, that's gated on... 
um, when we're going to plan on launching the Cosmos Hub. And I said, okay, so you guys have assigned me this job. And in order to do the job, I need to product manage launching the Cosmos Hub, basically. So I worked with the engineers to develop a roadmap in, uh, I believe it was July of 2018, where we laid down the dependencies and work required to ship the Cosmos Hub. And we estimated a launch date of February. We ended up launching that in early March and completed all of those milestones, including Game of Stakes, on the way there. And it was at that point that I was given the title of Director of Product for Cosmos. Um, After that, I spent a lot of time helping to fine-tune the abstractions in the Cosmos SDK, working with the core engineering team. And we went and sold the Cosmos SDK to folks like Binance, OKX, Crypto.com, Akash, uh, Sentinel, and all of the early Cosmos chains. And it was also during that time when I started working on IBC. After we had had gotten a sufficient number of Cosmos chains to bootstrap an IBC network, my focus shifted almost entirely to IBC. It was right around this time that the development team walked out of all in bits back in uh, early 2020. Um, And I moved to being an individual contributor supporting go-to-market for IBC. I wrote the initial relayer implementation that has turned into the Go relayer. And I uh, was the lead on Game of Zones, which was an incentivized testnet for IBC. It was also right around later in 2020 when I started working on the Gravity Bridge project. Uh, that ended up culminating in my work on Sommelier. Um, And we also launched IBC in early 2021, culminating with the launch of Osmosis in the summer of 2021. Up until that point, I had been an individual contributor on the stack, and I had had a validator company with my partner, Tyler Schmidt. It was after Osmosis launch when we could actually get liquidity for a lot of the tokens that we were receiving for our validator. Um, And we decided to build a business supporting the core Cosmos stack. So that was kind of how Strange Love started. And it was a result of all of the fundamental work I did bringing the entire Cosmos stack to market as the lead product manager. Um, We received an ICF contract in early 2022. Uh, that has helped support that work since then. But the core work that we do is around go-to-market for IBC and the core IBC stack. And as part of the core engineering team, we support all teams that are trying to integrate IBC. We support composable finance in their efforts. We support Polymer in their efforts. I was a seed investor in the Polymer team, and I have worked closely with them to help them understand IBC and develop their product strategy around IBC. Um, we build out IBC with the Penumbra team. We do it with the landslide team, which is going to bring Avalanche to IBC. We also build a lot of developer tooling that supports the ecosystem broadly. We just released a blog post about Interchain Test. That is used by Quasar, Skip, Stride, IBC Go, um, and a number of other teams that I'm forgetting off the top of my bat, off the top of my head. It is the best-in-class tooling to help support bringing your IBC protocol to market. 
as a part of that support for all of those teams, we, we build other key pieces of IBC infrastructure that, that help expand the ecosystem. And we also support all of that with our Relayer implementation, the Go Relayer. Um, we build Horcrux, which is the most broadly used uh, key management software for validator operators. Um, and we do a lot of business development and go-to-market work supporting the Cosmos ecosystem. The way that that's been most visible recently is with our building and deployment of Noble, which is bringing USDC to Cosmos. Um, and please don't ask me when USDC. That is not up to me. The technical work is all done and it's coming as soon as I can. So that's a brief overview of some of the activities that the Strange Love team does within the ecosystem. Jack, do you know do you know why I asked that, buddy? Is because I think we just needed like this differentiator between Strange Love, the entity, and Notional, the entity, because that's that's what guys I'm here to you know discuss today in regards to like some things, the entities rather than the people or personalities like behind them. So okay, we can kind of clarify, Jack, from that statement that Strange Love and uh, Notional have two very different like business uh, models or kind of paradigms that they operate in. Uh, you got you guys are not like competitors, is what I'm trying to say. Is that right, or am I wrong? Do you compete? In some I areas? mean, I don't know. The reason why I've always supported Notional is I never thought we were competitive. Um, Jacob has become increasingly distant, and he started attacking me, which he generally only does with folks that that he's trying to compete with. Um, I believe that Notional has recently seen Strange Love as a competitor and they'd like to move up market into more of the core development IBC work and the way that they plan to do that is by displacing Strange Love. So so I mean that we're getting to the point now. This has been a big shock or a big surprise, I think, for the community for for one main reason. Like we always thought, honestly, you guys were as thick as thieves. Like, that's probably the wrong expression, but like proper homeboys, like there's a lot of people, uh, okay, I'm going to be very honest, Jack. We've seen this split, you know, with like Jay on one side, yeah. Well, and, I'm, and, I'm and going to be very honest. Uh, I thought Jacob was a friend too. I've called him when his children were born. I have talked to Jacob probably every week for most of the last two years, a lot less lately. I don't know what's going on with Jacob, but I have called Jacob a friend for a long time. I don't think I can call him a friend anymore after he leaked our private communication, which is a fundamental breach of trust. But like, just to be clear, I, I have treated Jacob like a friend and I have been a friend to Jacob for a very long time. He was the person who introduced me to Tendermint, the software back in early 20, late 2017, early 2018, before I started working at Tendermint when I was still at Blockstack. So like, I've had a relationship with Jacob for a very, very long time. Well, I think that's what I kind of like sideswiped or, uh, you know, T-Bard, the, uh, the, 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 the community. Like, I don't think anybody saw this coming. I don't want to even frankly, imagine. I didn't either. And that's why it's been so shocking as Jacob has sort of stepped up the stridency of his attacks in my personal DMs and then starting in public. It is saddening and shocking to me. You know, bear markets, I think, show you the truth of people. And I hope that you guys, what you see from me is somebody who's honest, somebody who's upfront, somebody who's trying to do the best they can for the ecosystem. And 
I've worked really hard to do that. And I'm going to continue to work hard to do that no matter how hard things are. And just to be clear, things are hard for all the companies within Cosmos right now. It is not easy for anyone. And I think that people deal with that stress in a different way. The way that we at Strangelove choose to deal with that stress is by focusing on deliverables and focusing on shipping code that people use. It seems like the Notional team is dealing with that stress by lashing out at their people who support them, much like somebody dragging down a swimmer as they're drowning. This is the type of behavior that we can't have in our ecosystem if we're to move forward. And it's really, really sad to see from a contributor like Notional. Well, talking about moving forward, that was one of the biggest talking points of last night. I mean, I think a lot of people, I don't want to use the word worried, but or maybe a little bit unsettled, you know, about what's going to happen because we are seeing, you know, top level like collaborators who, you know, have been around together for like five years, thought they were like family. Well, just, just to be clear, working. so like, let's talk about the history. Do you want to talk about the history of Notional's contributions to the Cosmos? Well, you mentioned what you guys have built in IBC Go and stuff, and I've done my homework. I know what shit is going on. I just prompt the questions. But yeah, go on, Jack. You've got the mic all night, bro. Yeah. I know you're only here for... Yeah, so, so Jacob uh, came to Cosmos. He found Tinderman early. Um, and then I believe right after the IBC, the a lot of the development team walked out of all in bits in early 20. Um, Jacob had started working with Jay again. He was involved at a some level uh, for a little while. And then right around the time when Osmosis launched, Jacob was the first person who was interested in relaying. And I spent a lot of time teaching Jacob how to relay. And at a certain point, I think for the first six to nine months, Notional, out of their basement in Vietnam, was relaying uh, 50 to 80% of all IBC traffic as the network was getting up and running. And Jacob was really critical in helping debug a lot of the issues with bringing IBC to production. And he also, as a part of that, started to do some basic upkeep around version bumps and uh, linting on a number of different uh, chains within the cosmos. And he's built an organization that effectively does a lot of basic maintenance for different chains within the community and monetizes that on delegations. This is a fundamentally different part of work than what Strangelove does. But as he's grown his team, he's started to think that he can compete in this other area where he's building the core software. And, you know, frankly, I just have yet to see a piece of core infrastructure that Notional has built. They're a great system integrator. And I, I think that there's a ton of room for system integrators within the ecosystem, and I support that. Um, but it's a different functionality from core development. And, and I, I, don't, I don't really understand why Jacob thinks we're competitive at this point. So we're talking, <laughs> we're talking maintenance versus uh, innovators, basically. That, that's what that uh, came across a little bit. But that was quite interesting what you said about like 80% of the IBC traffic at one time that was getting relayed. So, yeah, I mean, you know, that, was, that was a huge contribution to the beginning of Cosmos. And if anyone on this call used Osmosis during the early days, your packets were traveling over additional servers. And like... It was critical that we had someone doing that work because we didn't have capacity on the core team to make it happen. 
Interesting. So, so did you know that back in the early days? I didn't know that was like the number, but like I can imagine though as well that might contribute, you know, to uh, egos of of what people are, you know, uh, doing or can do. I did, I did kind of think though, like maintenance versus like innovators. Uh, Jack. So, like Jacob hasn't been used. I'm going to really ask a hard question here, uh, if that's okay. Jacob hasn't been used as a mouthpiece or a, a, a propaganda arm of any particular entities that, that you might know of or whatever. Like what are you Jacob's what, being very, what, very what, are you, what are you getting at exactly? Uh, no, 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 no. It's it's just been it like huh. Exactly what am I getting at? Uh it's been mentioned numerous times that like Jacob's being kind of used as a proxy, especially with the Jaquan stuff. You know, people just riling them up and blah, blah, blah. Uh, we're not too sure because, like, we've seen how unhinged things have gone. Like, and, I, and I'm going to ask this as well as an additional thing, is that you talk to other people. Are you the only person that's pissed off? Because I can imagine that maybe there might be more, more, more people. Yeah, I, I mean, anyone reached out I, I, so I have, like, long, as Jacob's friend, I have long sat on both sides of this where there's a lot of people who like Jacob, actually many, many fewer now than, than there used to be. But I was, I was one of those for a long time and I supported him. And then there's a lot of people who find his style disqualifying to work with him. And that includes a lot of people within the core development organization. Good engineers tend to be kind of quiet and introverted and conflict averse and they like to focus on hard problems and work on code and jacob's style is kind of directly in contrast with that and i think that there's a lot of folks who that's rubbed the wrong way based on my personal dms over the last day and a half there's a whole ton of people who really don't appreciate the way that jacob moves through the ecosystem and have been hurt by him in various ways. And I think that, you know, I have long stood up and said, hey, Jacob, the way that you're talking isn't helpful. And I think that that's part of what prompted this anger from him. Um, but I'm going to continue to say it. Like, Jacob, the way that you work is not effective. It's absolutely counter to your goals and it's making what you're trying to do harder and it's driving people who support you away and it's driving people away from this thing that you're trying to support. And if you can find a way to better communicate and work with folks that doesn't involve long tirades and a lot of emotions and anger, you'll be more effective and your company will be a lot more effective. Do you know what, Jack? Uh, just, 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 Robo, Robo, just, just quickly, mate. Uh, on that point, um, like this is all a matter of public record as well, isn't it, Jack? Like these conversations have, have, have happened publicly. Yep. You've made these sort of comments Repeatedly. to Jacob, Jacob publicly. Yeah, I, I can, I can definitely uh, corroborate that for sure. I'm, I need to ask Jack. I mean, Jack. A, a lot of people are saying to me or commenting that this is like a fight for like survival within Cosmos or. It's like a, a fight for sustainability. You know, people are talking about the IBC, that there's loads of talk about, you know, because people are getting clever, getting wise now. People are really like, people who didn't even know what tokenomics were a year ago 
are like fucking masters now just because they're like were autistic in the first place. What is it, Jack? Is it this like race for like sustainability? Like you, notional, you just really have to fight like for this survival to sustain your companies or what? Yeah, I mean, there's there's definitely an element of that. Like, look at the entire crypto space. Basically, we're at the darkest part of the bear market right now. Retail is almost entirely left. The user numbers in Ethereum are a shadow of what they used to be. And outside of the Ethereum ecosystem, the story is a lot more grim. Here in Cosmos, we're relatively lucky. Um, Chains like Avalanche and Near and Polkadot have been hit even harder with the drawdown of users. But I think that broadly within crypto, there's a general panic of trying to think, okay, what are the actual use cases here and how do we bring users? And if you look at the Ethereum ecosystem, the only thing that's driving usage right now is this sort of uh, merry-go-round of different DGENs fucking each other on these various L2 chains. And that game is just that. It's a game and it keeps a core group of developer, a uh, core group of users engaged, but it doesn't bring in new users and it doesn't um, result in a sustainable ecosystem. So with that backdrop, here in Cosmos, we've seen user numbers fall off a cliff. And, you know, I think folks that are looking at that are understandably scared and fearful about the future of the technology we work on. And I think that for me, my instinct is to try to work with as many teams as possible to help solve this problem together. However, as you're familiar with in a prisoner's dilemma, there are many ways in which people can defect and potentially get better outcomes for themselves. And what we're seeing with Jacob and other teams within the space is that they're choosing to defect and they're choosing to try to get what they can and fuck everyone else. And that's not how we're going to build this ecosystem fundamentally. And I think that what's been heartening throughout this process is there's a core of teams that are collaborative and focused on growing the pie. And that's where Strangelove is focusing our efforts. That's where the core of the community is focusing their efforts. And I believe that when the market turns around and retail comes back, we will present the most compelling place to come do the various things that users do in crypto because we have this strong community. And, you know, frankly, a lot of the... Jacob's communication style is what turns people off as they come into this ecosystem. And for us as a community, we need to choose what face that we're putting forward. Are we putting forward a welcoming and positive and happy face? Or are we showing a side of ourselves where we're constantly tearing each other down and trying to get to this lowest common denominator? I have worked really hard to try to highlight the good work that people are doing, work with new people in the space, bring new people in the space. And, you know, that, like, I haven't always been the most popular, but I've always done that. And I think, you know, I, I see Pupmos making little laughy emojis down there. I, I see the notional team in this call. Like, there are people who disagree with the way that I have done things and disagree with the way that I have worked. But I think the results that I have brought speak for themselves. 
And the reason why I always have a group of collaborators that is focused around this core mission of shipping IBC is because that's a positive and expansive view of the future that allows space for many companies to thrive. And as soon as we start thinking about this as a zero sum game, that's when we fucking lost it. That's when we've, you know, what is, uh, what's his name? You you played yourself. Like, as soon as you start thinking about this as a zero sum game, you fucking played yourself. And that's when you've lost the plot. And that's when your company really, truly starts to go downhill. And I think that that is what Jacob and the notional team and those folks that are trying to take this bear market as a chance to compete are missing. Jackie, you know, you know, we mentioned something last night, uh, but I would, I would love to bring Nate in uh, first, if that's all right, because he's been very patient. Hey, Mayor. Uh, Mayor, <laughs> been very patient. Hey, hello, Jack. Thanks, thanks for coming on and, yeah. and sharing. Um, it, it's my understanding that running relayers is not very profitable. No, it's actively is that, like you, you waste money doing it. Yeah, but. It, but it's also my understanding that as validators, um, it it kind of when the um, ICF gives out delegations, they kind of they rank certain validators for helping run infrastructure. Yes. Is that correct? Yes. With, yeah. So, I mean, running relayers is important. It's it's always very important. Um, but also validators, as we know, and, and I kind of agree with what you're saying a little bit as far as the bear market and. You know, we currently have Adam like around $8.50. I think this would be a very different situation if if Adam was like at $20 and Bitcoin was back at like 50K or 60K. I I agree with the assessment. It's like a bear market changes a lot of things. I guess I guess what I'm saying is it's it's tough for a lot of validate. There's the validator side. And then if you're if you're running a software company, you have the software development side. So. I guess the question for you, Jack, is like, um, do you, you you have electricity bills and you have you have to pay rent and stuff like that, right, Jack? Like, well, we're, a, we're we're a fully remote company, but we do have three physical data centers where we have machines. We have a significant Google Cloud installation, and we have uh, a lot of very very talented engineers that we pay competitive salaries to, as well as healthcare yeah. and and other sort of like yeah. benefits. So, and you you got bills to pay, and you're you're based out of the U.S. Yes, especially the west West Coast, I believe it. And I I, well, I would think your expenses. Am, most of our team does not live on the West Coast. We have a lot of folks in Colorado. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of folks in the Midwest. Um, we've got some folks kind of spread all over. So, uh, yeah. And, and but company, I, I guess what I'm saying is, is a Delaware C corp. So yeah. anyway. But also, let's just look at the big picture of Cosmos now. Okay, yeah. so. To to get teams to come and build on top, like you were saying, like you were, you started at the beginning when it, you know you're getting other large companies to use the SDK. You know, DYDX is is going to build their chain and they're going to use the SDK, but they've made it clear like they don't really want to be tagged as a Cosmos chain, and I can kind of understand why. So, I guess back to this, it's like we've all got to learn how to how to play well together in the sandbox and and make that make it look positive for people to want to build. And I think, yeah. I think well, you've been a champion, a champion at this. It, it's thank saying you. This. Thank you, Mayor. I really appreciate that. And like, we work closely with the DYDX team. One of the key p- things to bring them into Cosmos was they had a requirement for USDC. 
within the ecosystem. And I've spent most of the last year supporting that requirement. I've invested millions of dollars of my own money and developer time to help bring that project to fruition. And we also do work directly with the DYDX Foundation to um, support bringing USDC to Noble in the most er user ergonomic way. So like, yeah, Mayor, I like, thank you for acknowledging that. Like it's like, that's a, key part of the work that me and my team do. Uh, Jack, I know we've only got a few minutes uh, left. I can me. go a little bit uh, Jack, uh, so, yeah, like I said, the team, I mean, guys, we're a team of six people, Rag FM, right? Discord and on Twitter. Everybody's got access, blah, blah. DMs been flying in over the last 24 hours. Uh, Jack Polymer, you mentioned them right at the beginning when you named the project. You're like, bang, bang, bang. Uh, Polymer, uh, what, what's up? Do you got are you guys still got like a working relationship with Polymer? Is that right or not? I mean, I don't know. I haven't heard from Peter or Bo in a long time. Um, they seem to have a different agenda. I'm having trouble figuring out exactly what Polymer wants to do. They're more than welcome to give me a call if they'd like. I've reached out to them a number of times recently, and they don't seem interested in talking. Have you guys have you guys been like seed investors in some of these like kind of startups, Jack? Is we, that right? We, we are seed investors in Polymer, yes. Right. Okay. Just to clarify in my own mind, so I'm not too clear about this mind. I do yeah. have to admit I didn't know. Uh, so basically though, but you you you've been a seed investor and then you've also like uh like uh, supplied services to like some of the companies or whatever. Yeah. Is is that like cause any problems for you guys? I mean, you know, we're open about our interest and our interest is in driving adoption and growth of the IBC protocol. And our investments are designed to drive growth and investment of the IBC core protocol. Are there sweat equity? Are there sweat equity things like Jack? Are there? Yeah. I mean, it, it depends. Like you would need to ask me about a specific project and I can tell you what our sort of involvement okay. is in that project. I get, I get that. I, I, I didn't know, like, like what? Like, honestly, working out the business models, I've known Jacob it's and Norsel for really such hard. a long time. It's really hard. You know, you got to scrap together revenue from a number of different sources to do this work. Building software that people use for free and then complain ruthlessly to you about over and over again um, is an incredibly hard business. I came out of the Web2 open source world. I'm aware of the challenges of running an open source business. I think that Web3 offers a few different models for open source monetization that make it particularly interesting. And I think that, frankly, I IBC is going to be a case study as to whether or not we can make some of these alternate open source monetization meth methods work. But I think that one takeaway from web to open source monetization efforts is that you need to build a core community that has some strong standards and sets of rules about how engagement works within the community um, that helps support that underlying software, both from a revenue as well as from a software engineering perspective. Um, and, and that is really critical in building a healthy ecosystem. Where is uh, where are your eyes right now, Jack? Right, because like we're seeing this like thing like occurring. This uh, what you would call it, right? Uh, <laughs> we haven't seen it before. 
Uh, but the hub, there's this like massive like hub debate, and you know, so you comment on the the cosmosm stuff, etc. Where are your eyes right now, Jack? Uh, on the hub or on IBC? Yeah, it's entirely on, the it's, it's entirely on IBC. Like you know, I, I received ten thousand atoms for my work in launching the Cosmos Hub. Those vested over the course of three years. Um, we do have a limited amount of atom incentive alignment from the ICF, but if I, as a business owner, look at this market, it's hard to bet on a single project when the IBC vision is that there's going to be thousands of app chains and they're all going to be interconnected. So as a business person, I, I've chosen to invest and build within the space of these thousands of application chains. I think that that is by far the most interesting piece of technology we've developed here in Cosmos. And it's one that is increasingly needed throughout the rest of the crypto ecosystem. Um, so where is my time spent? It's spent entirely on growing IBC, building out the necessary components to bring in new networks and working with those new networks to bring them into IBC. And then also the other side of that is applications on top of IBC and IBC usability. Things like packet forward middleware that we um, pioneered years before the community recognized the need for it, um, and, and other pieces of key infrastructure that, that we're pushing. Dude, I'm glad you mentioned that uh, the middleware there. The, the, yeah, hasn't it just been? Uh, weren't all the wallet like what? What happened there, Jack? The last like what seventy two hours or something? Pardon. With the forwarding, the, the middleware, yeah? What about it? Wasn't there some drama recently? Oh, I have no idea. You know, frankly, I, I really don't keep up with drama. I keep up with shipping code and working products. And I, I know that IBC.fun has been um, a really great piece of software. You know, one other thing that Jacob has done to sort of advocate against strange love is to say that there's a vulnerability within packet-forward middleware um, he's seriously misrepresenting the underlying technical challenges and the quote unquote vulnerability that he's pointing it out is actually a fundamental property of IBC itself, which is that when you transact across multiple chains, you're inherently trusting each of the counterparty chains. And if one of the counterparty chains decides to change the format of the packet in flight, then there's nothing you as a user can do to stop that. You just need to make sure that you're transacting across chains that you trust and understand. And with that, you know, so anyway, yeah, that, that's a whole other topic. But yeah, the packet forward middleware is, you know, that's what uh, TFM uses. That's what IBC.fun uses. Um, swap in forward is what Osmosis uses for a number of things. Like this is work that we pioneered and we've helped deploy in production. So, uh, Jack, I'm gonna I'm gonna get to the bit nitty gritty here. Uh, you're not you're not the first uh, person uh, to be in this situation, right? Uh, you're not the first person like we're having this discussion with, right? Uh, I, I I mean, I, I, are we gonna... I hope I'm the last. I hope that folks see my track record, see the truth of what I'm saying, and see the contributions that I've made to this ecosystem. I've put a lot of my personal time and energy into this because I fundamentally believe in it. And I've invested and lost money alongside all of you. You know, I have lived and breathed this ecosystem since 2018, and I've been a big part of helping build it. 
And when you see somebody start to try to tear down the people who have built something, that's when I think people should open their eyes and see what's actually happening. And I hope that this is the last time we can have this conversation. Maybe we can all start ignoring Jacob when he goes off on these rants and encouraging him when he does things that are good and helpful and help build up users and software and these teams that all we all rely on and stop making this ecosystem PVP and zero sum. That's what I hope you guys can take from this. Well, I mean, people are worried about like fractured like liquidity on fucking NFT platforms. Dude, the chads in this room, we're worried about fractured fucking IQ. <laughs> because uh, like, no, no, I'm being honest. Like, like literally though, we're seeing the big brain, like, you know, split apart. And, and this is like fracturing the IQ, bro. It's not right. Yeah. I mean, you know, like, look at how I've been treated within this ecosystem and look at the contributions I've made. Do you think I'm going to continue to like, like, A, do you, would you expect somebody else to come in and put up with this level of harassment? No, they don't. They leave immediately and they go find somewhere else to spend their time. And like, do you expect me with no funding and no work to continue running the team that holds up the entire IBC ecosystem while just getting screamed at all the time. I think nobody in the fucking rooms fucking in a position to fucking judge anybody, uh, Jack, but yeah. particularly no, I, like yeah, literally well, this has know, been my biggest I, I, thing. I see, I see Lit sitting in this room and he has judged me many times. And I know that Jacob and other folks within this ecosystem think very, very poorly of me. And they say that frequently enough so that it now gets back to me and I have to spend hours of my time explaining my history and the work that my team has done and why it's valuable. My ask for folks listening to this is to go out and share what you've heard here and have conversations with folks. And if you like the work that Strange Love does, please support us and defend us when people start talking shit about me and my team. Because the work that we do is thankless. It is critical for the support of this network and it is critical for the growth of this network. Jack, I mean, you've, uh, you've obviously, like you mentioned about the pot, your partner leave and et cetera. Uh, so like as, as a business, I, 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 didn't, uh, I, I didn't, didn't mention that. Well, maybe I did, but Jacob is the one who leaked that publicly before I was able to say anything. And that is deeply hurtful to me. <laughs> Personally, um, you know, look, my partner has chosen to leave the business for his own reasons. That's his own decision. And it would be, I would really appreciate folks understanding that while we work this out as he leaves, it would be nice to have a little bit of discretion. And, and Jacob has kind of ruined that, which is really painful for me personally. Well, what I was, well, I mean, dude, that's fair play. What I was interested in is like, have you had to re strategize? Uh, I mean, obviously, you know, when when a founder leaves, there's kind of like, I'm not saying shockwaves, but there are things to take into account, you know. Uh, have you like totally like, I'm just going to say redesigned your business? Yeah, we have. Yeah, yeah we, we have, you know, 
we had a, a long-term effort to build out a front-end team and a wallet to help support the broader ecosystem and to drive uh, IBC features to production much more quickly. Um, you know, we are in a position where we can't kind of support that team anymore. So we had to let that entire team go. Um, and that wallet and front-end work is no longer part of Strange, Strange Love directly. You know, Jack, I, I, I am honestly, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm talking to you as someone where a lot of us have been of an opinion for a long, long, long time in, in crypto and especially in Cosmos. There's been a lot of like large, bloated teams. I, I, I actually didn't want to mention particular names of teams. Strange Love's not one of them that's come up, by the way. I'm just saying other teams we know that have got like a ridiculous number of people. A lot of, a lot of people, Jack, and, and, and sometimes I've been guilty myself or of the mindset, you know, that people are just like, you know, living off the rich pickings of, of the community pools or whatever else. Right. But you're talking about like leave, letting people go. Uh, how do you feel about I mean, you must admit, Jack, there are some big bloated teams in, in Cosmos right now. Right. I, I'm not going to mention names, but we can just say there are some. Right. I think that any time when there's a lot of money and a lot of VC interest it sort of uh, short circuits a lot of the fundamental market mechanisms that, that force teams to ride size. I think that if you look at how much money all of the other L1s raised, Cosmos only raised 17 million and we've managed that really well. I think within Cosmos broadly, we have very lean, very effective engineering teams. I think that you there's you can always point to something and you know you could have pointed to strange love a few months ago and said well does that wallet team really fit or is this indexer product you're working on the right thing and like you know those are questions for the market and like for us the market has decided and the things that we make the most money on and that we're most effective at are building out core ibc protocol and we've got a lot of customers for that work so you'd rather hire like engineers than HR managers, basically, would you? Yeah, of course. Yeah, a, com a company with 25 employees does not need three HR managers, right, Jack? No, not at all. But I, I do think that there is a need for management um, and there is a need for, you know, support for those teams. I think that looking a priori at any team and saying, that's too much, you know, I have somebody to help me with finances. I have a chief of staff. His name is Sean Beckett. He has deep experience in open source software. He does some things that you might consider HR, but also helps manage a lot of the relationships that we have with other teams and helps uh, our engineering team organize. I've got a product manager who helps us organize our relationships with other teams and how that happens. You can call that bloated if you want, but it frees our engineers up to spend 100% of their time working on the code and to not have to worry about other things. So I think that a lot of folks who haven't run companies likely are very quick to call things bloated and to tell people that they're spending money on the wrong things. But I think we need to do a better job of trusting teams when they say that they need these things. Um, and, you know, for me personally, I have ADHD. I'm extremely effective at a lot of things, but I need support. <laughs> and I think that the structure of every organization is determined by the people running that. And the people running it might have decided on that structure for reasons that are kind of opaque to folks on the outside. So um, 
Yeah, I would push back on the bloated teams thing. I don't, I don't think there's a lot of bloated teams in Cosmos right now. I like, I like that, though. Just the word trust. Yeah. You know, everything we get drilled in cryptos, like verify, don't trust. Like, it's just one of those mad things. Uh, Jack, I, we have, I know we haven't got that long. Uh, Finn's always on the case about, like, how long I've got. Uh, we do yeah. have somebody. Uh, Funky's come up. Hey, Funky. And, like, Funky's yeah. Based, isn't he? He's based as fuck. Uh, funky dude, yeah. Welcome to the room. Thanks. Thanks for calling me up here, Robo. Um, I just want to say that this has been really enlightening for me to hear. Um, as most of you who are in the audience know, I've become friends with a lot of you. I've been exploring Cosmos now for about seven months. Partly it was professional, but it's de definitely deeply personal too because I'm just bullish on interoperability. I even have a friendly bet with Jack that uh, he says IBC is going to connect every parachain in Polkadot by the end of 2024. So we have a little side bet that was uh, fun to set up. But uh, And Joe even said that was we just gave the Atom token usage or something like that. He, Joe said that was a, a new use case for the Atom token. But anyhow, it's been good for me to hear every, your full history, Jack, honestly, because I didn't know all this about you. It was a great sort of history of Cosmos for me. Um, but in, in the same breath, I will also say, like, Lucky Friday works alongside with Notional. It would, it would, uh, you know, just in interest of full disclosure, we're in their delegation program. I talked to, to to Lit, you know, a good bit. We DM each other. He's he's a governance nerd like me. Um, you know, I've expressed to Jacob before that I don't think he should be necessarily putting out private conversations into the public space. Um, but I appreciate Jacob for what he does too. Like, and just, again, I, I'm, I'm kind of a peacemaker. I was the oldest kid in my family. I kind of always had to be that person stepping yeah. up and trying to, you know, I mean, funky, I, you know, you're the oldest anyhow. kid. I'm a child of divorce. Like my parents got Same. divorced when I was one and I have kept both of them in my life. And like, that is the way that I try to operate within cosmos. And I, I, I totally agree with you. I am a peacemaker. The reason why I have played a pivotal role in this community is because I've always been the one holding people together and trying to move this thing forward. And I think that Jacob's a great example of that. You know, Jacob made some valuable contributions and I advocated for folks to recognize that. And, you know, now that the time is for Jacob to advocate that folks recognize my contributions, he's choosing competition. And I think that it's just really important to call out this type of behavior that's frankly antisocial and, you know, counter to the interests of Jacob himself, because if IBC fails, Jacob's business fails. And if Strangelove isn't empowered to do the adoption work that we're doing, who's going to pick up that slack? It's a great question. And I mean, as an outsider looking in, you know, again, still consider myself a noob when it comes to Cosmos. I, I feel a lot of this is just sort of, to your point earlier, bear market tings, right? Like, I mean, yeah. we're in the, we're in the, totally. the, the bottom of the bottom and people who have been hanging on since 22 and the whole downtrend and then just riding through the chop for an entire year or three quarters of the year. You know, it's, I think people are just getting emotional feisty you know and, and i see it not yeah. only here i mean it's obviously happening in polka dot too right i mean it's it's everywhere it's just uh, it's, yeah. it's human nature too so yeah. um yeah it's unfortunate let me, the way this let, all me shook just, out. let me say something very quickly everyone at the minute's worried about the hub right no one's worried about ibc if you actually like look at what's going on no one's worried about ibc jack uh well i think that they're wrong 
I think that IBC is the key thing that we need to be worried about because it's our major competitive advantage as an ecosystem. You know what I mean? I mean, it's running, it's running that smooth. We don't need to be worried about, like, everyone's like, how do we get a value accrual? What's going to happen with a home? How do we do this economic zone so it's viable? But nobody's, like, asking any of these questions about IBC. IBC is just IBC. It does what it says on the tin. It's like uh, people don't even realize, like, what a public service it actually is. Yeah, right? like, I think that, you know, just it's it both makes me really happy to hear you say that and also incredibly sad at the same time it makes me happy because my team has spent so much time and effort and i, I personally worked really hard to make that end user experience for you dgens going out there and eating nfts and fucking aping into shit coins as easy as possible and i've tried to make it so that it floats into the background to the point where you don't even think about it but at the same time, from a product perspective, we've done such a good job at that that people think it's not a problem anymore and they don't need to pay us. And they don't need to continue to drive this forward. And the reason why I've started conversations with Jack up again, the reason why I'm doing spaces like this, and I'll, I'll do more of these, uh, is that I, I found that I need to get out there and speak this perspective and embody this point of view and tell people that IBC is under threat from a lot of competitive pressure throughout the ecosystem. It's under threat potentially from things like Axelar and Wormhole and Hyperlane and Polymer and these other committee-based solutions that are looking to provide interoperability and can do it way easier to particularly optimistic rollups. That is a competitive thing that we as an ecosystem need to learn to work with. IBC is under threat from all of these other bridging technologies that are coming out of these other ecosystems. But what IBC has is a basis as a fundamentally open source system and nothing else out there can really compete with that. You know, everything else is raised on a ton of venture money. It's all of these bridge troll protocols that are trying to gather value out of these routes. Whereas IBC is saying interoperability should be table stakes. Every chain should have it. And we should build it. Uh, and the core protocol itself should be a public good. Now, pieces on top of that protocol, whether they're light clients or, you know, building router protocols, like we need to support all of that. And there's nothing wrong with that. But we want everyone to speak the same language. And, you know, that world in which everyone speaks the same language and it's IBC there's some serious threats to that right now. And unless we continue to develop and advance IBC over the next few years, it will fall into irrelevance. And oh, on that subject, yeah. yeah. Um, I've just posted something up in, in the nest. I don't know if you've seen it, but Rama has sort of penned like a, an idea for IBC within the atom economic zone. I, I don't know if you've seen it yet. I have. Yeah, I've, I've spoken with Rama about it. I've seen many such ideas as this. What'd you make of that? I mean, I think it's interesting. That's up to the hub community to decide, frankly. Um, you know, if you want to know what I think about the hub as a router, um, let me post you the proposal where I proposed adding packet forward middleware to the hub and the reasoning behind it back in, God, I guess it was 2021, so over two years ago. Um, I'll, I'll find that here real quick. 
do, do, do. God, paging through these Cosmos governance proposals. No worries. Well, while you're, uh, while you're looking, prop, question, prop, question prop, for Funky. 56 on the hub. Um, 56. Yeah, if, if somebody wants to grab that link, add IBC router to the hub. The hub has long been envisioned as a central point in the IBC architecture. In the battle to build and ship IBC, this central vision has remained unchanged, but with so much focus on the need to build out other zones with real economies to support this network, the Cosmos SDK is the result of this effort. The idea of the hub as an interchain router hasn't been discussed in a serious context for a while. This is understandable. Cosmos needed so many pieces to come together before the hub had a chance to even start performing this function. Those other zones have been created. They each have products and economies. The bootstrapping era of IBC is well underway. These new zones joining are noticing a problem. They need to maintain a large amount of infrastructure to connect with all of the chains in the ecosystem, a number that is increasing, that is continuing to increase quickly. Luckily, this problem has been anticipated and IBC is architected to accommodate multi-hop transactions. However, a packet forwarding routing feature was not in the initial IBC release. This proposal aims to fix this issue for the hub. This is a proposal to include a new feature to IBC on the hub that allows for multi-hop packet routing for ICS-20 transfers. By pending an intermediate address and the port and channel identifiers for the final destination, clients will be able to outline more than one transfer at a time. Strange Love Ventures has delivered an IBC middleware module that will allow the hub to play the role of IBC router that was always envisioned for it. Passing of this proposal will begin the era of the hub offering interchain services to other chains and profiting from those relationships. To pay the hub validators and stakers, this proposal implements a governance configurable fee, which we propose should initially be set to 0% to encourage adoption that will be taken out of each packet and given to the community pool. The community pool will then periodically trade those fees for Adam and distribute them to stakeholders. The exact distribution of these fees is left TBD in this proposal. It is not initially required and can be implemented in a future governance proposal, blah, blah, blah. So I've long supported the hub being a hub for routing transactions through. This is one thing Jay and I have always agreed on. So I, I'm in support of Rama's proposal, especially for interchain secured chains. I think my one comment about the specifics of his proposal is that it does have the potential to degrade user experience slightly. And it also relies more on a lot of uh, more experimental IBC features. Uh, this is another reason why the hub should kind of continue to invest in IBC, the protocol. Does that answer your question around routing? Yeah, it, it certainly does. And um, I did find, uh, I think Imperator sh shared a post about Prop 56, if anyone wants to read that in more detail, it's up there in the next one, you know? Oh, really? Where? Oh, wow. That, oh, he's a good that's cohort. an old one. Yeah. Um, is this a good cohort? So that, that passed, but did it not reach quorum? No, it passed. It reached quorum. And uh, that piece of software has been on the hub since early 2021. Okay. You know, this is like, this is what happens when you attack core developers when you discount their work and when you don't listen to them. You know, I brought this up a long time ago, but I was shouted down by a bunch of folks that said I was doing it wrong. First among them, Sonny. Second among them, the IBC team who said that this was a dirty hack. And look where we are two years later, after years of discussion around routing, 
Packet-forward middleware has been broadly adopted throughout the Cosmos and is now credited as heralding a user experience revolution for Cosmos SDK chains. And like, you know, if we could work to productionize this technology more effectively and minimize infighting, we would have gotten here years ago. And instead of discussing this now, we could be having better discussions now. That's a fair point, actually. And many of us have actually thought that, like, if like we hadn't had the infighting, you know, two years ago, where would we be now? Yeah, and, and you know, I, I guess like this is this is where I would say, like, ignore the people who spread derision, ignore the people who just want to fight, ignore the people talking shit, talk to the people who are building, support them. And that is how we grow this ecosystem. We do it by de-emphasizing the voices that tear us apart and boosting the voices that bring us together. I'm not sure how to follow that up there, Soy. Soy, Finn's been right on the case because like, he wants to get that edit up. But uh, Soy, about tonight, uh, what would you say? I mean, your man's come up. He hasn't hide, you know, been hiding anywhere. He's up to the point. I didn't want to probe too much. Soy, did we do a good job today? Yeah, of course. I mean, um, you know, you, you give people a platform to speak, and uh, that, that's all that people can really ask ask for, right? Yeah. Um, and 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 Jack, obviously, you know, I think we ever we get everything, we get what we expect. You know, everyone knows Jack speaks very well. He's very experienced in the cosmos, and um, yeah, it's, it's good to hear from him I as mean, always. Finn, do you have any issues with me? Is there anything that I can answer for you? Any hard questions that I didn't get to? Oh, bro, I'm, I'm tonight. Tonight, I'm I'm really Gucci. We had that little build up. And all day I've had Don. Don's been quite uh, quite aggressive and abusive with me personally today. Like, oh, you know, you, you. and I'm like, bro, you know, we're not going to have a show if we just like act like dicks, like shut the fuck up and let us do our job. And I and, uh, do all day been saying to the crew, man, we just come in tonight. We play Switzerland like we want to hear people's voice. Like Soy even said, didn't you, Soy? What did you say? You said, like, we don't know the facts. So if we don't know, we need to find out. Right. I was just saying, you know, there's always two sides to every story and it's important to give people the platform to put their side across and, you know, the, the truth probably comes comes out from that. So uh, that, that's all I was saying before. Great. Awesome. Well, gentlemen, I'm, I'm always happy to come on again and, and chat about stuff. I would prefer that the next time I come on, we, we talk about adoption and growth and usability and the software itself and not drama. So, uh, really, oh, Jack, we've put this conversation to bed tonight. Don't, don't, don't worry about this. We're sick Great. of talking about the same. Great. I, I hope that we as a, as a community can like stop talking about the drama. It is the most positive thing that we could do. It would be the best thing that we could do to bring more people in. And the sad truth of that is it requires each and every one of us to be strong and avoid that urge to say, Ooh, conflict. I want to look at that. I want to watch that. The algorithm pushes this stuff up into our faces. And the only way that we can minimize it is to not click on it, to not like it, to talk to the people who are causing it in private and ask them to stop. And if everyone on this call can try to do that, and they can convince one other person to do that too, I think we can turn this whole thing around and turn this narrative around negativity within Cosmos to one of community and positivity. 
And that's where I have always been back from Prop 34, where I worked with people from AIB a year after I left that company to now when I'm continuing to ship code with Composable and other folks that we've had, frankly, challenging business relationships with, but it's important for IBC. And I hope that the other folks that are involved in this ecosystem can do the same, put their egos to the side and focus on how we can best make all make money together. And the best way to do that is to increase IBC adoption and to bring more people into this ecosystem. And that's where I'm laser focused. That's where everyone should be laser focused. And if teams aren't, hold them to account. And there's probably no better point on which to end the show. And I am going to say here, a couple of big uh, personalities within the Polkadot ecosystem did reach out uh, over the last 24 hours to say, hey, we've got a few things to tell you about Composable. And I was like, whoa, bro, bro, calm down. I can't cope with this yet. Tell me tomorrow, like after the show's finished. Yeah, like, I mean, here's, here, here's what I would say. Like, there's a lot of things to be said about Composable. Omar and that team have been the first team outside of Cosmos that have consistently and continually invested money and time, developer time, into building out IBC. And I had a lot of reservations about working with them. And, you know, I'm sure you guys have seen the Zach XBT post and all of those things. But I just want to put in a word for them. Omar is a great guy in a lot of ways. And I, I've talked to a lot of people who've worked with him and left. And even they all say, like, there's a lot of things that Omar does well. And he has put his money where his mouth is when it comes to building and developing IBC. So whatever you hear about Composable, keep that first in mind. Wow, I appreciate that statement, actually. I mean, I wasn't exactly shit-talking. I was just saying, you know, some people reached out and then I... We've we've all seen you know development. So actually, that's quite a yeah. Like I, being the bigger man there, uh, Jack Mind. I think we've picked up on that vibe quite a few times tonight. But uh, Mr. Z, it's been great, hasn't it? Uh, I it mean, has. Jack, has it been all right for you? This has been wonderful. You know, I uh, really prefer frank and open conversation. Uh, I think it's good. I think that it's easy to think that frank and open conversation is sort of conflict, but I think that we can have reasonable frank and open conversation where we can share perspectives and still be, you know, respectful and cordial. And that's what this space has been for me. And for that reason, I'll be back anytime. Yeah, man, I think this tonight puts uh, a lot of stuff to bed for a lot of people. I think many of us will wake up and if we do see tweets, we'll just be scrolling past, you know, it's, uh, yeah. We haven't got to pay, you know, lip service to things for too long. Let, let's remember the news cycle, guys. It'll be Monday soon. There'll be new things. But yeah, Jack, uh, looking forward to see what happens next. Good luck with Strange Love. Obviously, you, you know, the single captain of the boat now. Uh, but good luck with everything. And, and thank you for tonight. I've really enjoyed it. And I'm going to close it down, mate. So yeah, thank you very much, Jack. Take care, to. buddy. Thank you, gentlemen. Have a good one. Yeah, man. It's been Cheers, Soy, as well. Been great. All right. I really appreciate Soy, yeah. Good man. Yeah, anyway, no, no I'll, I'm gonna knock up. I'm gonna knock up an unrecorded right now. I'll see you in about twenty seconds. All right. Cool. See you there. See you later, guys. Motherfucker, fucking screaming out loud, looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality, stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works, and we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt. We rape and plunder the earth. 
Sit and wonder about the worth and plate. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless. Trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets. Dead ants dragging out the max amount of payments. Red down days got them acting all bankless. Yo fam, what? Check these token knocks. They probing this bear. Flexing broken knots. I had to lay my soul down. I'm just roasting knots. And then to end a long day. Eleven bowls of chronic. Never known the politic. I was born to frolic. It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot. We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top. We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom. Over impossible loss, it's all moss. And I'm liking the odds. Bond doing the morning, forming mycological bonds. Click the cap, though, the road is highly involved. Flip a coin, diary falls. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy. Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come, first serve. Mentality stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works. And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt we rape and plunder the earth sit and wonder about the worth and play ring around the rosy while the thunder is served trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lace stacked in non-toxic just to get a better place smacking on the hostage like the shit is play for keeps clowns white knight and all these maybellines they call it implausible when model after model keeps on ripping off the coat and going full throttle eats tearing apart your community all these low-hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity got a planet in reach coming standard to each i'm on the back 10 stargazing after the siege commanding all the management to grab a few seats and then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east y'all better sign a release when i'm bumping these beats hands up if i got motherfuckers drumming the streets yo we got a few dubs we got a couple defeats and if you're coming for the king you better have some of each motherfuckers fuckers screaming out loud looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in jersey what could be worse misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality stuck in the burbs i'll be numbing up first before discovering what works and we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt we rape and plunder the earth sit and wonder about the worth and play ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Spaces.